We've got fighting fences. Those bleed Nougat are just in time for school. Puking pastels. And me. Hey, welcome back to my podcast. Ramblings with Jay Finlayson. Who's that? Well, that's me. Your solo host with the most, I guess. I apologise for my narcissism, as I've learned if I don't tell myself these type of things, then no one else will. Since the whole COVID-19 lockdown started in the UK, I started to sort my unposted ramblings from my blog, jfinlayson.net, to create a podcast where I can sit and talk to someone or something or somewhat about anything related to my field of study. Yes, you heard that correctly, my field of study. I know previous episodes and this episode and future episodes will make you question if my university just gave me a degree out of sympathy. So since I've gave a brief introduction to who I am and what this podcast is about, let's get started on episode 3, Your Wizard Wonka. Before you ask, the episode titled May the 4th Be With You was a bonus episode. It was a last minute thing. I asked my friend if he fancied coming onto my podcast so I have content for May the 4th. Whilst me and him played Battlefront 2 on the PlayStation. And it says in the description of my episode, Season 1, bonus episode. My last post was on the 13th of May, which was exactly 37 days, 3,196,800 seconds, 53,280 minutes, 888 hours, 5 weeks and 2 days to exact point on the clock I last posted and if you're into statistics that's 10.11% of 2020 I haven't posted since I started this podcast on the 23rd of April 2020. So why has it been 37 days since my last episode? Well let me break it down to you. I started to write and plan future episodes got lost in a dark spiral of Netflix, Prime, Disney Plus and Mubi and I planned to take the week between 22nd of May and the 29th of May off for my birthday so I could do what I'm actually good at which is sweet fuck all. Because I got some amazing people in my life I was gifted a Nintendo Switch for my birthday with the Pokemon games and other amazing games so you know I sweated those games and it reminded me of the time during my college and university years that my social media bios used to have the title professional procrastinator. In all fairness it had, I'm not a certified gynecologist, but I was willing to take a look. So, you know, I'm strict between, I'm strict? <laughs> I mean, I'm stuck between three jobs right now. If you need a filmmaker, a gynecologist, or a procrastinator, give me a call. Have you ever heard of an app called TikTok, originally called Musical.ly since August 2018? And before that, it was called Douyum, or Douying. You know, that app where mindless 10 to 13 year olds go to and post stupid videos to prove they have talent and then judge anyone older than them for using the app. It's a lot like Fine, if Fine had an annoying muggle cousin called TikTok. I might be saying these things about it, but it's one of those apps where you just go on mindlessly to pass the time as you've got nothing better to do, as can't come around to installing it for some strange reason. Well, to get to the point, I've seen a tick or a talk or whatever you want to call these videos of a film theory stating that one of the ginger twins from Harry Potter known as George Weasley is actually Mel Stewart's 1971 adaptation of Willy Wonka starring Gene Wilder as the amazing chocolatier himself. We are currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. 
was going to play the audio from the TikTok itself, but unfortunately I've lost it and I can't f- seem to find it. Mm. It's an error anyone can make. So, yeah, I'm only human. I'm allowed to make mistakes, aren't I? Since I can't really find the sound or the video file anymore, I might as well read the paragraph I found on a website called Mugglesnet. Mugglesnet confirms, well, doesn't really confirm it, states this. Many people don't realise this, but really Wonka is actually none other than our very own George Weasley. Living in the Muggle world after going back in time and starting a new life under a new name. Fictional universes often overlap. Yes, they actually do. Well done for... Making that observation, Mugglesnet. Sorry, I'll go back to it. With nothing new under the sun, it's easy to see why all of us borrow inspiration from each other's writing and an aid in their own work. What better way to tie two fictional universes together and then a very discreetly using a beloved classic children's literature character? Pull up a stiff back chair and have a biscuit and let us give you the facts. Well, not facts, um, similarities, but carry on. Willy Wonka runs a chocolate factory that is a lack of a better word, magical. The glass elevator, the Wonka wash, the television chocolate candy, and the fishing lifting drinks are just a small number of magical things hiding behind the walls of his factory. Fred and George ran a joke and sweet shop in Diagon Alley. But who to say that George didn't decide to branch out into the Muggle world? According to a chapter that was cut from the final version of Dao's novel, Wonka developed a line of candies to help children get out of school. As well, as well, sorry, as we all know, Skyven's snack boxes were known to do that. We are also known that Wonka enjoys making candies that give a big reaction, two examples being exploding candy and a four-course dinner gum. Things like this just don't happen with normal candy ingredients. Clearly, there is some sort of magic behind it. Well, if you look at Rodol's Matilda, you know, a young girl making books fly and making pancakes without actually touching any ingredients, that's some kind of magic. But, hey, I might support your theory a little bit more by delving to his um, previous work, another work other than just really one kind of chocolate factory. Right, let's go back to the very last paragraph. Wonka is ecstatic. Uh, Wonka is ecstatic. Wonka is eccentric. I got love eccentric. You know when you come up your tongue around the word eccentric, mischievous and loves to watch his chaos unfold around him. He's good for a laugh. He's well travelled, and he enjoys a good prank. All of these characteristics describe George Weasley and combined with the above evidence gives this theory what it needs to be considered cold hard fact. And most importantly... I'm a trifle deaf in this ear. Speak a little louder next time. Now also forget to mention the feeling of being only half an individual with the state of Willy Wonka's office. Now that's something to support this theory, but it still doesn't make this theory cold hard facts. Well... I admit I'm not much of a Harry Potter fan. I do enjoy the films now and then, but the books just bore me. I've read all the way to the Order of the Phoenix, got halfway through and put the book down back in 2003. I was only nine years old. I lost my interest in the books, but the films kept me interested in the storyline of Harry Potter. So why are you debunking the theory that George is really one guy here, you ask? Because out of most Harry Potter theories I've came across, this is the shortest and it doesn't have much evidence. 
of an end of similarities between characters. So yes, Jacob Wallen may have created George on the idol stratics of Witwanka, but writers base their work on what they know, as per se. Let's start with the travel time travelling. Time travelling plays a part in Harry Potter when Hermione uses the time turner to seek extra academic credits and to help Bookbeak, of course. I'm sorry, I'm kind of eating an ice cream while I record this. <laughs> Let's get back to the time turners. Time turners now issued by the Ministry of Magic have an hour reversal charm placed onto them. They have a limit of travelling back and a maximum of five hours. Maximum? Maximum of five hours. Which is the determined safety limit to the person and the fabrics of time. The Ministry had a limited quantity which were not easily replaceable according to the Harry Potter wiki page. Well, Harry Potter was based in a modern time of which it took place approximately in the, ni- in the 1990s. And Willy Wonka is set approximately in the 1940s or 50s. And that's 40 to 60 years of time travel that George would have would needed to do. Correct me if I'm wrong about the year where Willy Wonka was set. I'll ha- I'm happy to be corrected. But talking about the era of things are set, let's look at the Harry Potter universe a bit more. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was set in 1927. And bringing Fantastic Beasts and the Where to Find Them and the year the story is set. Now I'm just as something to talk about later on in this little podcast. Even though time travel is a thing in the Harry Potter universe, even the devices they use are limited to save the fabrics of time and the individual that uses them. Okay, for sake of argument, let's say George did go back in time to become Willy Wonka in the Muggle world. There are strict laws about exposing the Wizarding world to Muggles. Most Muggles have been unaware that magic and the Wizarding world exist since the establishment of the International Statute of Wizarding Secrecy in 1692. As Wizards have organised their own society, largely separated from the Muggle world. The original theory states that George created the Chocolate Factory in the Muggle world and as this actual act in, that was set in 1692 that's saying that magic should not be based in the Muggle world. So, ooh. The law was laid down by the International Conference of Wizards to safeguard the Wizarding community from Muggles and to hide us present from the world at large. And is punishable by a visit of an agent from the Ministry of Magic, which is, fa- which in Fantastic Beasts is a soul based upon, as when Newt gets picked up and took to the Ministry of Magic for expulsion magic to the Muggles. The Ministry knows when magic is used and calculates where the source is coming from. All evidence in David Yates' 2016 Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Just saying. Yes, you can argue that George's father works for the Ministry, but I doubt they will allow George the use of magic in that universe in the Willy Wonka universe especially since Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory the conclusion of the film is not a golden ticket hunt and the factory test is to find someone to take over the factory to save Charlie and the Western world and Willy Wonka himself it would have made it easier and more convenient to get a wizard to do this so therefore I now pronounce this theory debunked you lose Good day, sir! Well, I hope you enjoy my short episode about debunking the theory that George Weasley is really Wonka just by going into a law from the stated by the Ministry of Magic. Just saying. It's still a nice little theory, no, but it's been debunked. Yeah. <laughs> I know my last episode I said I was going to do Tom Ryan's 2003 The Womb, but after count 
endless research and writing and rewriting and writing and rewriting and the list goes etc 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 it got a bit boring for me to do and it's just because like there's so much theories about the room so it's gonna be a room special but it's gonna be possibly two hours long because it's going to be an over commentary of me watching the room uh me and some friends watching the room and giving our information information giving our opinions about it <laughs> well you've been listening to ramblings with jay finlayson thank you very much for taking time out of your day to listen to me ramble on about shit i appreciate it follow me on social media instagram facebook and twitter at jay finlayson dp 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 you also can just give me a good share around to your friends if you believe that so is right <laughs> anyway before i leave i'm gonna leave you with a joke how many slytherins does it take to stir a cauldron just one he puts his wand in the cauldron and the world just revolves around him I'm slightly offended because pottermore made me a slytherin mischief managed <laughs>